get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and tv i know you could feel me music and gaming you know what i'm saying comic books and tech stuff you ain't up on yet and if you want hook we're gonna go and take a closer look and no show's the same we always got a different game always got a different game What's going on? Welcome to episode 16 of the Geeked Up Podcast. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is the man that rocks a mean pair of Crocs, <laughs> Liam Whalen himself. Yo, yo, yo. What's, what's more geeked up than a pair of Crocs? Yeah, just a little back note. I just noticed them before we started recording, and he's like, yeah, bought them today. <laughs> I thought they were like an old throwaway. <laughs> oh, man. These are some fresh Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> but, and they're the classic ones, too. The ones with the holes in the Crocs. <laughs> oh, man. But welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to uh, check out the episode 15, Gang Time, the uh, Geeked Up Pilot spinoff challenge. Yeah, definitely. We took out three classic TV shows. What was it? We took Deadwood, Entourage, and Family Matters. Matters. And then we both presented... My dad called it Black Full House. Hey, me and your dad have something in common. (laughs) But yes, we took those classic shows. We made our own spinoff pilot and presented it to the audience. And then uh, we're asking the audience, give us your best spinoff pilot from uh, Family Matters, Deadwood, or Entourage, and email it in to the show, step into the prize closet on the Game Time Show. And if you don't want to do that, just email us uh, which one of our episodes you'd want to watch. <laughs> but either or, send it in. We're still, we got a few. We're still taking them. And of course, if you want to send those emails in, send them in to the old Geeked Up Podcast. Not the old Geeked Up Podcast. The Geeked Up Podcast. <laughs> yeah. You got to put that the in there, but yeah. you can't put that old, old in there. Yeah. If you put that old, you're going to be fucked, but... Gotta put the the, redirected so the up Geeked Up Podcast at gmail.com. Remember to like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. Remember to listen to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. There's and a theme going here. And of course, we're hanging out in uh, on iTunes. We're hitting us up in iTown, y'all. And you know where to find us. Take a guess. Geeked if the up SoundCloud, <laughs> Facebook, and email address didn't give it away, the Geeked Up Podcast on iTowns and iTown. And that'll bring us to this episode's Geeked Up Podcast. And uh, before we get into the news, we're going to do one of our segments. Uh, We got no RIPs this episode, thank God. Yeah, no RIP news, but uh, I guess we still got our other segment that we debuted a couple episodes ago. I think this might only be the second installment. I think it is. But of our uh, special Geeked Up <laughs> locked up. <laughs> locked up, yes. Our geeked, geeked up, locked up, up. up segment. Where we like to start off usually on cheering everybody up by talking about the celebrities who've died since last episode. Yeah. Now we're just going to talk about those that have gotten in lots of trouble. And I guess one person that's maybe kind of died in the midst of it all. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I guess um, this past weekend at the uh, TI concert at Irving Plaza... There was a uh, shooting, yeah, which is like a venue that always seems to be getting mentioned on the Geeked yeah. Up podcast because like a lot of our like hilarious favorite bands from the '90s are all playing at this like yeah. 800 person venue. Presence where I recently States. saw Mob Deep, and I think you saw Stone Temple Pilots like both within the last fucking calendar Stone year. Stone Temple Pilots featuring the Lincoln Park guy, yeah, Lincoln featuring Park guy. Chester from Lincoln Park, but. <laughs> 
And I saw Mob Deep with... <laughs> and funny enough, the Linkin Park guy. With the other one, the rapping one. <laughs> yeah, with, uh-huh. I, I got the singing <laughs> Yeah. You got singing guy with uh, SDP. I got rappy guy with Mob Deep. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so the shooting there was... Uh, there was a rapper, I guess a local rapper from Brooklyn, shot somebody else. Yeah, Brooklyn rapper Troy Av. Troy Av. Who it looks like Stay shot off that another... Street. Uh, opening act Marino or Maino or something yeah. like that is another where like both of the guys on the undercard were like trying to rival for TI's like trying respect. To open the TI. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's gonna be the main feature act? I'm sick of going first, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, go, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, you can headline, yeah. Jesus Christ. But now nobody got to people. see Ti. <laughs> the whole show was canceled. Yeah, now no open. No, nobody's opening up for Ti because the whole tour is canceled. Yeah, Ti is not even open up for Ti. <laughs> but yeah, it must have been a really scary scene because we've talked about that venue in the past, and I'm sure we've always mentioned. But it's a really small venue, and it always mm-hmm. gets really claustrophobic in there. Especially like the main ballroom is kind of up these stairs, yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. always like a shit show trying to leave, even like during the intermission or anything. So you can just picture when and there's like the sh- uh, clips online of the actual ballroom when the shots. Yeah. Out and like the whole place clears off. Fucking sketchy, and, man. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes these hip hop shows have a little bit more of like an edgy feel to it. So it was definitely probably a total. And the area, the surrounding area was like, since they didn't know what happened, they were just, they didn't arrest anybody that night either. So it's like the shots yeah, rang course. out and there was totally like a mystery until really the next day of until what actually you happened. The video surveillance. So, yeah. Yeah. And it was actually like, like the, that looks but, like like Troy the green room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the suspect video. It's, like, it's kind of like that movie that we made with the, uh, the roots, up. Yeah. Steven Root, the Roots crew, <laughs> the Roots crew movie exactly. Where Ghostface was hunting, where Ghostface Killer was the uh, serial murderer of the town, <laughs> right. and Ghostface Killer, the rapper, was trying to ju- prove right. his justice. That was a good game, but <laughs> so that's what's going on around here. And that's what New York City has got to bring. Let's woo. see what Los. What's the crime page in Los Angeles, though? What yeah, kind of really, man. If the uh, <laughs> people can check the Ti show, I might not go to the NWA reunion show <laughs> in Irving. But, <laughs> but uh, another geeked up, locked up news. <laughs> uh, Mark Sailing, I guess you would know him from Glee, has been arrested for what it said over thousands of pictures and videos of child pornography found in this laptop. Yes. And now this is one of those immediately now because like Mark Sailing, who Devin says is best knowing from Glee, but forever now will be best known as his child pornography case. Because <laughs> yeah. he's this like fringe celebrity that nobody would have ever heard about if it wasn't for his child porno case. It almost seems like so a I guess a guy, yeah, exactly. He's really, t- he's, he's really gone viral, this Mark <laughs> Sailing with his... But yeah, yeah I was trying so to look about his spell's got... name. It, was like, it turned out he was trending, like this, this sailing. <laughs> and I guess there was even like t- like paparazzi photos of him with like a walking out of the bank with like a hundred thousand yeah. dollar check to the local courts to like bail himself out of being in jail yeah. for kitty porn charges. Well, it's a hundred thousand. Cool. Can I just go to the bank? <laughs> like, oh shit! Yeah, you have that much money, Mark Sailing. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, I'm Mark Sailing. Two episodes from on... the kitty porn yeah. charges. Yeah. Two episodes on Glee. <laughs> 10,000 kitty porn videos. <laughs> Remember me. But, Jen, it sounds pretty grim for this guy because there's also not only, like, his computer, but they also have, like, a flat, a separate flash drive yeah. with, like, nothing but kitty porn. And Yeah, and really, dude, like, do the deeper investigation, too. Where's he getting this shit? You know, probably from the guy that's making them. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Seriously. Like, you can't just Google kitty porn and start watching kitty porn. Yeah, you, you know raise what I mean? a good point. You have There's fucking laws against that. You have to have a kitty porn guy. <laughs> you have to have a guy for this. Like, oh, you know Dirty Rick? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> 
You know trench coat Rick? Oh, yeah. I love trench coat yeah, Rick. It turns out he has every. You got that re- new flash drive? So yeah, Mark Sailing, whoever the hell he is from Glee. I don't watch the guy movie. from the Kitty Porn Chargers. Yeah. I keep on having to tell you this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I guess in uh, not quite one more, not quite locked up news, but still like misbehaving, <laughs> yeah. misbehaving. Everyone's favorite pirate and weirdo, Johnny Depp, <laughs> is uh, Amber Heard filed for divorce after. Well, I guess it's been going on for a while, but after allegedly like chucking a cell phone at her face. Yeah, she showed, showed up with up. bruises. She's like filing for divorce. It was all over like the front page of the newspapers here. Just and like, then kind of had like I guess the way I'm assuming that it's played out is like released text from years ago and from various points throughout their relationship, kind of like vaguely implying abuse. I think she's like she yeah. kind of released texts that were to not Johnny Depp himself, but his assistant, kind of talking about all of the quote-unquote abuse that Johnny yeah. was doing to her or whatnot. So, like, it's painting a picture of it being, like, a pretty tumultuous it does, but it was also, like, before they were married. And then they got married, and now they're getting divorced after a year, and she's getting 20, well, she's asking for, like, 20 mil. Which doesn't seem that bad for, like, Johnny, for, like, a Johnny Depp divorce. I mean, yeah, I know take a few his last movie tanked, and that's still got to be worth more than 20 mil yeah, for I'd all the... I'd take, like, a couple cell phones to the face for 20 <laughs> mil, man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, tell you what, new geeked up contest. If you got twenty million dollars, I'll fly you to New York. And you can throw your cell phone in my yeah. face. <laughs> Done. Yeah, if you got twenty million dollars, Devin's got a target on his face for yeah. a cell. If you got twenty million dollars and the aim to hit Devin in the face with a cell phone, we'll take you yeah, on. We'll take you on for sure. <laughs> but yeah, you know the whole thing is uh, it's funny too because like I've talked to some people like oh, I'm saying with some women, especially of like the older age. And they're just like, won't believe it. They're like, nah, this fucking chick's full of shit. No way. <laughs> like, you, he was with that French lady for like 12 years and never, you never heard of anything. And his ex-girlfriend too, like stood up and was like, no, he would never do that. But then, you know, this girl does have pictures of bruises all over her <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah. So it's just well, like this chick did have the, yeah, no, even the, even the biggest feminist in the world will support old Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> even the feminists oh, love I mean, Johnny Depp. He's, uh, <laughs> those scissor hands. Yeah, I think too. You were saying twenty million is not bad. I think he just took the list too for like being. I forget who does it, but they make this list of like every year of who the most overpaid actor for the year is, and they base it off of like what the actor got paid for the movie versus like the uh, what the takedown was. And it's been Adam Sandler for a long time. Like, oh, really? So, is Adam Sandler, yeah, the were king t- of yeah. He still gets paid a lot by like studios, and the, every movie just flops. And like, all right, Adam, we'll give you another like forty million. Try again. Yeah, we'll see what wacky rom com yeah. you come up with. You, this like, one, me and David Spade, like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but Johnny Depp just took it over the last couple of years of uh, being highest paid. And uh, now this is after uh, the Alice in Wonderland. What was I guess his bomb before that? Because the last Pirates movie bombs, was pretty. Dude. There was pretty that movie where he turned. Oh, the into Whitey a Bulger movie was pretty pretty uh, yeah. unsuccessful. Tried watching it twice, man. I know there's some people out there that <laughs> loved it. You have. Everybody You're like one of those feminists that was really giving Johnny Depp the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, well, like, no, I just watched it and it sucked. But well, I don't believe that drunk. it could have been bad. The second time I was buzzed, but both times, fucking <laughs> just so silly, man. So, almost locked up news. Yeah, and he'll never be locked up because he's Johnny Depp. Yeah. But I guess it's worth talking about. He's in the court papers, so. So that, I guess, that'll bring us into the main portion of the news. You mean the news, the news. Oh, my God, my God. <laughs> Again, big thanks to uh, Andre Dobby at uh, SoundCloud.com. 
I he's in I Town as well. Hit him up in I Town, y'all. At Andre Davi. What, what? Backslash I Town. <laughs> yeah, I Town. Search his, whatever search, you want. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, dog. <laughs> search his number one hit, Monet, and Monet. Uh, backtrack from there for Andre Davi. But that'll bring us to. We'll start with a little TV news to get it going. We've had some, uh, you know, a couple things going on. I guess we should start with a little. Mid-season review of Game of Thrones, right? Every yeah, episode, Game of Thrones, in full effect. Full effect. Every season's ten episodes. We are just got to episode six, so I feel like a little mid-season review is in order. Yeah. And with these things, I always like to give you a, a little spoiler heads up for the asshole that's waiting to watch it. And like, I like to watch them all. It's like a big movie, big ten-hour movie. Yeah. For spoiler alert, guy on a podcast yeah. that you can watch in a world where you can watch either one of them at your own speed, and yet but you're still uh, worried about getting things spoiled. Yeah, we've gotten the emails, and this also, like, Seth threw out a Facebook spoiler the other day. I was down in Florida on vacation. Fucking check the Facebook. Big spoiler. That's you, Seth, the fucking Matrix guy. <laughs> he struck again using computers, not machines. <laughs> but, um, so, big spoiler. But, yeah, mid-season review, and as, uh... Liam predicted it. Jon Snow is back. <laughs> yeah, I guess as you heard here first on Devin's, uh, I guess when it was you did the pr- predictions for either last year's finale or yeah. like the you we've know, talked. It's been discussed. Yeah, it's been discussed. Where Jon Snow bring uh, being brought back to life. I think everyone knew it was going to happen. Yeah, and everybody knew. Even like happen. SNL did a bit about it. Like I did happen. Like we know it's going to happen. Just do it. Stop wasting two episodes to do it. <laughs> it was pretty funny, but they did. They actually got into it quicker than I thought they were going to. You know what I mean? Like I thought they were going to stretch it out for like a while. You know what I mean? Like is he? Isn't he? Yeah, know? yeah. First episode, they don't do anything. He's just laid out there, all dead. And then the end of the second episode, he comes back to life. It's like oh. <laughs> so we that's it. all there is to it. No yeah. more uh, explanation needed. Mm. So good so far, and the interesting thing with this season now is, I'm sure everyone knows, everyone knows this, that the show's now past the books. So even me, as a book, like someone that's read the books, I'm an asshole that always tells everybody that too. Oh, you watch Game of Thrones? I've read all the books. It's, uh, <laughs> it's all right. Did it's, you just uh, sneak that into every conversation? Yeah, I'm that asshole. I'm that guy. Like, well, it's not exactly like the books. You know, in the books, it happens like this. Like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> we don't care. But, um... This is past the books now, you know what I mean? Even yeah. snarky assholes like me don't know what's going to happen. Kind of. So what this season's been doing is everything that everyone's predicted is just happening in a row of lines. And to me, it seems like the writers are just like showing the stuff they know. Like, yo, this is what he told us. And there's like taking a point to do it every episode. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's fun to watch now, not knowing it. But it also just seems very snarky to an yeah. extent. Like, I can't quite put my finger on it. Is it too much? Is like the fan ex- is the fan experience now too much revolving around like trying to guess what happens? Not next even that. As it's opposed just like to just what happens. It just seems so obvious without the storytelling. You know what I mean? Like it seems like all the obvious predictions of like what we made is like, yeah, oh, I bet yeah. this happens. But, like I don't have the gusto and imagination that, like write it all down yeah, where this yeah. guy does. So it's kind of kind of fun to read. Whereas like now the writers of the HBO show also know because he's told them like because it was inevitably going to happen. So they're just like, damn, you were right. <laughs> just like throw it in there. Like, now let's look at more wiener and tits. Like, uh, like I'm not not down, but. Yeah, let's saying, see a little bit more titties little, and yeah. dragon blood. Come on. But it's been good. I guess the other big reveal this season has been that uh, that waterhead Hornor they run around with. <laughs> As he was saying, hold the door. Because like the little brand kid like. Went back, kind of, and looked around, and somehow, like, got in Hodor's head when he was a kid. He wasn't always, like, messed up. 
and that showed you that kind of brain kind of did it. I don't know. You found out why he's always saying Hordor, and then he gets stabbed to death. So, all right, P. Is that going to be a tough one? Are they going to be able to give a? Uh, they going to be able to get along without a big dope yelling out Hordor? No, they wouldn't. <laughs> they couldn't. They did apparently. So that's been going on. I guess that's like the two big things. They've been killing characters here and there, and other things have been happening. Still classic Game of Fucking Thrones. Fucking chicks still riding people. dragons and giving speeches and not doing shit. <laughs> you know what I mean, I have these dragons. Will you follow me? Yeah. Okay. So that's what's been going on. That's the mid-season review of uh, Game of Thrones. I guess in other TV news, we've had the uh, mid-season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. The, yeah, uh, an official mid-season finale. We kind of mm-hmm. just gave you the mid-season, the mid-series uh, finale, uh, or the mid-series review of Game of Thrones, but they don't make it as official as Fear of the Walking Dead or does an official mid-season, mid-season finale. finale. They're and, taking their all-star break. <laughs> yeah, they come back in July, they got to rest, stretch <laughs> it out. It's hard to run from zombies, apparently. And of course, this is the spinoff show of Walking Dead. It takes place a couple years earlier when it all started happening. It takes place on the other coast. You know, it's in California and L.A. Yeah, this so, is you know this season. I guess they've been on a boat now. It started off the last season ended with them running like on a boat. Now they're on like, this big yacht. Everyone's second guessing each other. There's always danger at suspicion sea. that somebody on said yacht has zombieitis. Not even zombieitis, just like foul intentions if you will but then you know there's of course other crazy people out at sea who's gonna board your boat who can you trust Don't zombie pirates perhaps oh, it, does lend, it does lend the uh potential for zombie pirates there's been a cool couple scenes i like this show to be honest and this man. is also kind of like the beginning of the entire zombie play exactly so like it's for like most immediacy the show that we watched was kind of years after the zombie that's years but they're more haggard and more just like you know, we've been watching for so long it's spread they've... all the way across the country anyway exactly. where it's everywhere the whole world yeah and now at this point it's kind of just located in it's the los happened. angeles it's area in los, it's in the still it's already in the whole world but it's still like new you know what i mean there's still like the trust of people like you're not not everyone's quite savage yet okay they're like some people are just weird but this show this season's kind of like turned into like them kind of go savage like a couple of them gone a little like nuts now and it's been like that so all we do is kill <laughs> like living in this post-apocalyptic world yeah, yeah. you're finally getting to see that now and still waiting for it i guess like when the show comes back in july i'm waiting for just seeing a character from the uh, main show and then finally the crossover with yeah the... exactly and just being like my name's glenn and i'm going to georgia <laughs> yeah I'm like, so that's what i'm hoping for I mean, that's my glenn prediction i want to see glenn in uh, fear the spoiler Walker. alert yeah glenn maybe gonna be yeah Showing up. I think it's going to be Glenn. <laughs> Probably some lame character, though. So, it was pretty good. And so, that comes back in July. We'll see where that goes, like I said. And then, I guess, in series premiere news would be uh, another AMC show, Preacher. It's yeah, just the Preacher has just, uh, just, just premiered. It's produced by Seth Rogen. And Evan Goldberg. And Evan Goldberg. Uh-huh. Seth Rogen's, like, main running buddy, but not at all, like, a Seth Rogen pothead buddy com. So no. don't, think you're getting, <laughs> yeah, don't think you're getting any type Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill action out of this. But it's also a spinoff of a comic book, which I guess I'm not familiar with. You're not semi-familiar uh, with it. I'm familiar never, with it, yeah, but I've not like read a it. reader of it. Exactly. I did a little Wikipedia. It was just like I read the plot. <laughs> It was without the pictures. So they've uh, just, uh, yeah, why don't you give us a little bit of, uh, they just had the first episode. First why don't you episode, give us just like a rundown of the comic in general, I guess. So if, yeah, I haven't read it, but like, I'm going to tell you kind of like what I gleaned from the show and the comic book is that like, it's about a guy named Jesse Custer who is like 
you know, has a shady past. We as the viewers of the show don't know it yet, and I haven't really looked too much into it because I kind of want to have one show without sp- snarky spoilers. <laughs> For once, this asshole didn't read yeah. the book. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it looks like he's like an old tough guy from this small Texas town, and then, then long story short, he gets possessed by like some kind of like thing, demon, that like makes him somehow supernatural. And it looks like he can control people by what he says. But there's like an all-star cast, like, what I did look up and find out, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, because I'm still new to it. So Dominic Cooper plays the preacher, whose name is Jesse Custer, which is a, wow, what's it called, an anagram? If you move the letters around, it spells Secret Jesus. Okay, I was going to say there's Custer. a little JC action. Yeah, there. Jesse Custer spells Secret Jesus. <laughs> oh, Secret Jesus. And then it also stars uh, Ruth Nega, who plays Tulip O'Hare, which is like some crazy... There's a scene in the episode where she like takes down a helicopter and like all this shit, but you don't get to see it. Like it does like from like a kind of like Tarantino style, where like she like puts these kids in a barn and then shuts the door. And you hear all the action from outside the barn, <laughs> but it's going from the kids' perspective. We're just like standing there, yeah. and then the door is open again. And it was like a crashed helicopter. She's like, "All right, you're good to come out." <laughs> so she's just kind of like some badass hit woman. And then Joseph Gilgan plays Cassidy, the uh, snarky Irish vampire, on the show. <laughs> you know, it's a show without a snarky Irish vampire. Yeah, you're gonna need one of those around. So see where it goes, but they've all like three have linked up in the first episode. They all have like their weird little powers and things, and it looks fun enough. And it's again, like what you said, not like a Seth Rogen like, yeah, I'll preacher. I'm gonna. But it's kind of it's not as much like preacher with super because it's not like a superhero it's movie not a superhero it's kind of show. like a sci-fi drama yeah because i like thought like walking dead you know it kind of like that kind of like scenery of this like dark grimy kind of yeah yeah you know, gritty exactly but i was uh kind of felt that the idea of like a superhero demented preacher would be like a good way to go in terms of like one of those kind of sci-fi movies yeah i was feeling like it was a little bit more sci-fi than that, you know what I mean? It was yeah, it is like, a little uh, bit. Because it's kind of more like left vague as to you don't really know what's happening. You don't really know what the power is. Like there's, It's like almost more like a lost where there's like a lot very ambiguous at this point. Yeah, I yeah, kind of thought it, it was more like – I thought the preacher, since it was a comic book, I was like, oh, sick. The preacher, he's some type of weird like half preacher, half superhero that's going to be like <laughs> dropping psalms and kicking ass. Like, I thought it was going to be one of those. Squirt holy water Not people's eyes. Yes. Ah, damn, he preaches. For real, I thought it was going to be one of those. Like he's got like a Bible that – like he whips out of his belts and like explodes, you know. No, I was thinking kind of more like a badass religious based. No, that's the show we're writing right now. <laughs> yeah, the minister will call it, but this kind of seems to be more just like sci-fi oddity at this point. So, uh, yeah, so give we'll it a see. shot. Yeah, the first episode definitely it. was good enough. I'm sure there'll yeah. be some type of. What's well, James Franco cameo at some <laughs> point to keep everybody interested? Hey but. guys. Yeah, hopefully they don't do that. Hopefully there's never a But again, another story cameo. of them kind of like digging oh deeper <laughs> in the uh, comic book arsenal, you know what I mean? Starting to really like draw TV shows, movies with all sorts mm-hmm. of comic book characters that people weren't as familiar with, you know? Yeah, I mean, obviously, let's be like honest. Like eventually this phase is going to fizzle out, but like I'm glad it hasn't so far. And it turns out like everyone else still Well, I mean, if there's keeps like, on being more and more, more successful, yeah, you know what I mean? They'll keep on trying more and more comic book characters. And they're and doing There, there like is more something cool about now. Like, everybody's obviously familiar with the main comic book yeah. characters of Spider-Man and Batman. We're all familiar with those stories, names. Mm-hmm. But now the fact that there's, like, like, a whole world of comics out there that we, like, the, we don't know the stories and the characters and now can kind of be, like, exposed to. Yeah, exactly. You know? 
And that's how big it is right now, too. Like, look at, like, even, like, Guardians of the Galaxy was, like, a movie where, like, nobody knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy was. And that movie cleaned up, like, almost a billion dollars. I think it did clear a billion dollars. Yes, exactly. You know, so Between that stuff, and Deadpool right? and everything like that. Deadpool, to be honest with you, Walking Dead. You know what I mean? That was a comic that's book another that, comic. like, most yeah, of that's us like, great haven't point read. Too. And a lot of assholes will be like, no, I always, I, 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 I always read one of those assholes. No, I've read never, those, you know, I've, like, fucking read them since the show came out. You know what I mean? I can't claim that I was, like, an but early yeah. Walking Dead reader. No, it's true. I think in the, like the age of the internet, I think this is just a total theory I'm running with now. But like all, right, all of the whole book and magazine and like everything in like the literature whole field has went dramatically down. So people probably aren't reading as comic books as regularly as they used to. But they're still making these great comic books. But exactly. not as many people are as exposed to them because they stopped reading just well, like in get, yeah. general. You know. So it's but you can even get your comic books. That's how lazy got too on your computer. Like you can just sign up for like Marvel.com and pay your like. That sounds like the perfect marriage. Of <laughs> <laughs> got porn playing in the top yeah. left corner. Didn't take those masterminds of the internet yeah. long to fucking tap if into. If you're Mark one. Sailing, for instance, you can catch up on uh, <laughs> you know who Patchface is from the comics while your kitty porn's playing the top left. Yeah. Fuck you, Mark Sailing. <laughs> <laughs> And there's one more show that's uh, premiering right now, and that's um, Roots. But uh, yeah, we want to talk about this. It's one of the most like historic and groundbreaking television in like the original one. The original probably one came out in the, the 60s. most. Yeah, like I think uh, early '70s or late '60s, like one of and it's to this the 60s. day still definitely the '60s, and like to this day, Maybe the 70s. one of those like. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of those like really groundbreaking and just more like like uh, socially significant than good because it, like it kind of transcended like television yeah. to being one of those things that just like an important social moment in our country was Roots coming out exactly. and now it's being remade and uh, premiered this past Memorial Day and, uh, and I was planning on watching it and everything as yeah, well. As we have uh, we can't really give you a review. Because uh, here at the Geeked Up Podcast, we're boycotting. Yes. We're boycotting. <laughs> and hear us out, too. Uh, I'll let Liam explain to you why. Yeah, I guess as the Geeked Up show being uh, followers of Snoop Dogg on Twitter, we felt obligated Woo! to join the boycott of Roots, started by none other than Snoop Dogg, who uh, was leading a boy based on really, like, no backstory other than it was yep. kind of depressing to watch. Yeah, stuff. it was just a bummer <laughs> to watch. Man. Yeah. Snoop's quotes were like, man, Roots on Memorial Day, man. Fuck that shit. I'm boycotting. And here at the Geeked Up Show, we feel yeah. we got to stand with our brothers in arms. Yeah, right? So. <laughs> and not watch Roots because Snoop Dogg yeah, told so us. So we all. ask you out there, too, the Geeked Up listeners. If yeah, you've already watched long. a couple episodes, stop watching it. We want to let Snoop Dogg know that the Geeked Up yeah. Show is supporting him. So hashtag Geeked Up yeah. Roots Boycott Snoop Dogg on Twitter. Yes, 100%. <laughs> hashtag Boycott Roots. Hashtag Geeked Up Podcast. Hashtag Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Yes, and join the revolution because yeah. fuck roots, like Snoop Dogg said. Man, I ain't watching again, that shit. We have no personal stance yeah, here. Yeah, I was excited for it. Seriously, yeah. I was getting but ready. Snoop told us not to watch it. I had my popcorn and pizza. I was getting I think really excited. I was up. probably too excited to watch roots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was you probably could, coming across. As you know, as, Liam has uh, already incorporated roots once <laughs> into the show, switching Michonne around. Yeah, but uh, no, we're not gonna watch it because Snoop Dogg told us not to. He said, uh, "Fuck that old shit." <laughs> yeah, That's he said, "quote unquote, fuck, fuck that, that old shit." shit. <laughs> we should make a movie about now inspiring people, and I'm on board. Well, I'm with you, Snoop. I so. want to get that movie done where you play a king <laughs> or a warrior or a gladiator or some shit. <laughs> 
But again, yeah, hashtag boycott roots, hashtag geeked up podcast, hashtag Snoop. <laughs> but I guess since we are talking about Snoop, that'll get us into a hashtag music news. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Nice segue. Uh, I guess since we're talking about, we're going to be getting into the newest Snoop Lion track. Oh, not exactly. <laughs> a reviews of the new Snoop Lion talking in his last three rap albums, too. Just <laughs> done with rapping. Yeah. Yo, my name's Snoop. I'm here to make a sound. Do an underspoken word. No, now he's doing full-on reggae, which I believe yeah. is a logical transition for old Snoop Dogg. Oh, who would have saw that coming? <laughs> but that's not the news. Yeah, but I guess another great, like, kind of all 90s, all Snoop Dogg era mm-hmm. music news, though. Great, like, formation of the newest supergroup, but just premiered last week in Los Angeles. Yeah. They're being, they're, uh, f- have only one show, the apparently rumors tour to be announced, though. Very soon, groups called Prophets of Rage. Prophets of Rage. All right, yeah. Now it takes, of course, Prophets of Rage. We got Rage Against Machine. So it's taking like Rage Against Machine without Zach De La Roca, yeah. right? So you got their like musical backing. So then instead of Zach De La Roca, though, you add Frontman. You ready for this? All right, all right. Be Real from Cypress Hill Woo! and Chuck D from Public Enemy. Oh, dude. Now as, like, hip-hop frontman for, like, Rage, which Zach already kind of was a hip-hop frontman, yeah, you know? Yeah, of course. So now it's just, like, guy from Cypress Hill, guy from uh, Public Enemy, band from Rage. Mm-hmm. And what are they doing as a supergroup? So far, playing all Rage, Cypress Hill, and Public Enemy songs. So they're not, like, doing, like, new songs. They're not, I like... think maybe, like, new songs to come, but I think, like, as of now, the idea is, like, a tour scheduled for the summer. They're gonna, like, they've got one scheduled. They're gonna announce it soon. And, like, they uh, performed one show in uh, Los Angeles at the Whiskey Go-Go. It was just all Rage Against Machine, Cypress Hill, and Public Enemy songs. Oh, dude. And apparently that kind of is, like, the idea while they get so themselves started, maybe sprinkling some new stuff. Like, I know Tom Morello, the guitarist, Rage Against he had some project that was working on. Okay. I don't, I can't, to be honest, I can't imagine Be Real or Chuck D did, you know? So it sounds like a great, but like, and what Dude, a great marriage would, of acts, yeah, though. Man, I like, would kill to go to a show like that because I've seen Cypress Hill perform like a couple of times. Yeah, like, you've seen Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. Okay, nice. Like, it'd be real and shit. And like, they put on a fucking great show. Yeah, least, like, some type of inflatable marijuana something or another, I'm sure. Close going. enough. Every time I've ever seen them, it's a, a gold Buddha that blows <laughs> okay, up. Nice. I swear to God, like, See, I would have thought either like 20 like a, feet high. I would have thought of like either a leaf or like a giant blunt that would get blown up and passed around the crowd, like beach ball style. Passed around the crowd. Yeah, well, thing. that happened too. That was just by pure coincidence. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen Rage, which I'm sure is like a very crossover oh. audience. Yeah, exactly. Lots of energy, just lots of like teen angst, and what mm-hmm. goes better than that than just like juvenile pothead yeah. antics? So you get those two together. And very much looking forward to their day, their, their yeah, performance man. at Irving Plaza. Let's hope T.I.'s opener doesn't shoot Plaza. anybody. But I was going to say, yeah, that's going on in L.A. The music uh, scene right now uh, in New York uh, is uh, we're getting T.I. concerts shot uh, up at. So, uh, yeah. You know. But definitely be on the lookout, though. Prophets of Rage. Yeah, man. This sounds like a show I would fucking murder to go to. <laughs> like one of those shows where I know every word to every song. It's like my 22-year-old self. Just fucking, not even like my 19-year-old self. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, yeah, definitely. Insane in the main brain. What? Like, into bomb track, potentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, now we're talking here, you know? I never do what they told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my Chuck D impression. <laughs> yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, know, I don't really know what Chuck D adds too much, but him in the background but in a couple years. But mention, you, you're telling me that at one point there's not going to be a fucking crazy flavor play of cameo running out there. That's true. He was That's public true. enemy, and you know he's not up to anything, <laughs> 
But that'll bring us to uh, you know my a little bit of my favorite portion of the show, a little bit of movie news, a little bit of movie news here, and uh, just kind of announced today that uh, you know the, people have been guessing who's going to be playing Captain Marvel. I know you keep asking me, Liam. I've been asking you on a who's daily gonna, basis. <laughs> who's going to play Captain Marvel? That was kind of like my Supergirl thing. I can't stop talking about the lady superhero. <laughs> Liam's finally gave me, let me get this one on because it's actually relevant news, but. Uh, Brie Larson now is in contention. They're saying the news finally broke that Brie Larson might be playing uh, Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, or yes. In my and day, there was she was a lot of Miss Marvel. <laughs> Back in my day. In the 90s, it was okay to call yeah, Lady Miss. The internet did explode with this news that uh, they finally have cast the uh, Captain Marvel. Now, exactly, this is well, going to be a cast movie. Yet. It hasn't, it's not 100% they haven't yet, cast the yet. full cast, but they've it's cast like, Miss Marvel. Uh, no, 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 not Marvel even her. Herself. She hasn't like 100% getting cast. As of recording right now, the contracts but are But the spoilers are out. It's pretty sure that Brie Larson's playing Captain Marvel, we'll which in my opinion begs the question, who the hell is Captain Marvel? <laughs> not Brie Larson, but you're a big Brie Larson fan? <laughs> no, I know Brie Larson. She was in Room. <laughs> she was in 21 Jump Street. Captain Marvel is uh, Carol Danvers. She was uh, got her powers from the Kree, obviously. She's not quite inhuman. And the little side was note. she part of like a team or a group? Was well, she part of the of, Marvel she's universe? Like does she, the X- yeah, she was in the Marvel universe. Does she, she like, like bump heads with the X Men? Yeah, she, she used to roll is she an X woman? Like, what's her story? You would say that she used to roll around the X Men, and the reason uh, remember Rogue, the girl with the uh, brown and white hair that can fly and super punch. The reason she has those powers is because she absorbed them from her. Okay, nice. And for a while, Carol Danvers didn't even have her powers. Now, why Rogue didn't she roll with the X Men full time? What happened? Because she wasn't. I don't think she's a mutant. You know. You, okay, you gotta I see. Be a mutant to you roll. Gotta with be a mutant to roll with. That was my. I was always what kept me out of being an X Man. Yeah. Was not, not me, a though. mutant. I'm a human, so can't be an X Man. Okay, so now she's. Uh, so she was in the Marvel world, and she just had yeah. like her own comic book series. Because I did notice the internet world exploded with just the mere rumors that that yeah, indeed well, the uh, her spot might have been cast. Well, they it, you know it's been long speculated. Cause the movie's already been announced. Like it's like a 2019 fucking time slot. You know what I mean? So we got plenty of waiting. many years to review this. I'm cast. setting up the tent tomorrow and getting my tickets early. But another reason it might have exploded too is because like <laughs> hilariously enough, Ronda Rousey has been like so hard campaigning for like this <laughs> yeah. uh, role, and I was like, come on. Yeah, no. ever since Rodney Renner, ever since Rodney Rousey got knocked out by that chick, she's really decided to go like into another direction with her career, well, and has yeah. just since demanded every single like leading role in every woman. And it's like, first of all, getting knocked out shouldn't be such like, a career bump for you. Yeah. You're like, oh, I finally got my ass kicked. Guess it's time to star in movies now. Yeah, no, having the body of a man should be the career kick for <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, dude. I told you when we remake She Hulk, I'll call you. But until then, you're out of luck, Tuts. <laughs> yeah. We would have cast you in our version of League of Their Own. Unfortunately, <laughs> we already cast Gina Davis rolled Caitlyn Jenner. So. Yeah, that one's taken. They keep getting taken from me, but sticking there, Ronda Rousey. I guess it's not even like side of movie news. She just signed a contract with Lifetime to like make like four. Movies that like puts ladies in power. She's gonna be the. Uh, like, you're really grasping straws. <laughs> like I can't wait to watch that Lifetime movie of the fucking she's rapist the... trying to rape Ronda Rousey. <laughs> nice try, rapist. <laughs> no, I think maybe she's gonna be like the aggressor and like the lesbian couple domestic <laughs> abuse case where she's like the wife beater and the lesbian couple always drinking beers <laughs> with the guys and coming home. <laughs> My dinner's not cooked. <laughs> abuse is bad in lesbian relationships yeah. too. Well, Lifetime Network presents...
<laughs> Ronda Rousey. <just laughs> the lesbian it. spousal abuser. So I guess that was a kind of a mix of uh, Captain Marvel and Ronda Rousey news. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're incorporating sports news in there as well. And another movie news. That's something I care about more than lady superheroes and Star Wars movie news. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Star Wars. Well, I don't know. The, I don't know if you saw the Last Jedi, yeah. but uh, you might be. <laughs> this lady takeover really has spilled into Star Wars world. Leia's not just a princess anymore. Yeah, she's a general, and she should be. <laughs> <laughs> but in Rogue One now, uh, Star Wars: Rogue One, the spinoff uh, spinoff movie that's coming out soon this winter, which is, is now, I guess, in like the Disney-owned Star Wars world, they're mm-hmm. making movies outside of the nine-piece yeah, movie run. story of Star Wars that we're all familiar with. Yeah, they're taking so now individual. There's gonna be like a Boba Fett movie there's and a Han Solo movie coming Han out, Solo which movie is so something. unnecessary. But the first of that series is the movie Devin's Rogue Talk, One. Rogue One. Where it's about the, uh, you know, like in the episode four, they talk about the rebels that stole the plans for the uh, Death Star. That's what this movie's about. Those rebels stealing the plans from the Death Star. Okay. So there's a chance of like a Vader cameo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we get to see some Vader. And now this is just like in contrast to the movies that have just come out. Yeah. Have been like the first ones since the original three. Absolutely. This is going back to in the world before the original Star Wars. Between three and four. Yes. The first trilogy. So, um, yeah, it was being described as like a hardcore, like they're calling it the Saving Private Ryan of the uh, Star Wars world. Like, it was just gonna be like, which no, how, which how badass does that movie yeah, sound? Man, saving guns. Private Ryan yeah. of the Star Wars world, Tide Jesus. Fighters. Yeah, exactly, man. It was like not gonna be like Jedi, it was like regular soldiers fighting. Apparently, they're doing reshoots right now, and people are a little worried because the main rumor is that they're uh, lightening it up. Toning it up. Toning that the Make reshoots nice. are, yeah, to kind of... Yeah, I smell a Yoda cameo. <laughs> I couldn't be more disgusted. <laughs> look at me! <laughs> like, no, fuck. So that's the rumor. And, of course, like you were saying, it's Disney-owned, too, so you never know. And yeah, they may be going away from the con- darker, kind of more war-based and add a little bit more of a... You know, too, like, you know, your average, like, Star Wars viewer probably, like, you know, for the most part, they're fun movies, you know what I mean? They're not, like, scary or hardcore so I guess like when they made it again, this is all legend. This is what I read. <laughs> they, uh, you know, the same like a little like just too like grim and like. Bang. I don't know. I feel yeah. like why not? Maybe don't take your kids to see the Star Wars movie. <laughs> it doesn't fall on the numbers. It would confuse them anyway to try yeah, to explain exactly. it. They don't need to see Man, this where's one. Where's Yoda? No, it's not going to fall. How many times do I have to tell you this isn't <laughs> about Yoda? <laughs> But so. yeah, no, definitely an interesting because it'll be kind of maybe set the tone for these like individual Star Wars story movies. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Where are they going to be kind of more commercial friendly or kind of more like Star Wars fanboy friendly? You know. Well, we'll see. And I would say that it. I felt like the you know I know there's kind of as the years go on, there's always kind of more battling and action in these Star Wars movies. But I definitely felt that the most recent Star Wars to get. You know, to come out was definitely like a pretty war and battle intense Star mm-hmm. Wars movie and very like action packed yeah. Star Wars movie. So if uh, they're just trying, if they're going to add less like Jedi deaths but more spaceship explosions, yeah. then you know, maybe. I say, why not? That's That'd be good. Okay. But, yeah. But I mean, if it's the, yeah, if it's uh, kind of, it's also about this plans of Jedi's like sneaking onto the Death Star to fucking, yeah. you know, steal plans from Vader. So, could definitely get very action packed and hopefully yeah, I'm it's thinking, just I think it's going to be great. Well, yeah. you know, I, I, I definitely I think it's such a cool Given my review already, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two thumbs up from the Geek Dev Show. Hashtag I also just think roots. it's such a cool. Uh, 
idea to like get into these other stories. It opens up like a never ending world of potential Star Wars movies, but like mm-hmm. there's great Jedi oh, yeah. storylines, like one off storylines you can year. come up with, you know. Now that Disney owns it, there'll probably be a 10, 11, 12. Why stop at 9? Yeah, right. Episode 21. So that's our movie section of the news, but we're not quite done. Because, of course, it's summertime, man. Like I said, Liam's got his shorts and Crocs on. We got to do our summer movie review. Yeah, our summer movie picks. So, like I said, we're going to be doing our summer movies review preview segment of the news. Yeah, we're going to be running through the uh, big summer movies. I mean, that's like an iconic just factor, summer movies. It's usually in terms of like the movies that come out, kind of more of the action pass, usually more of like the PG-13, kid-friendly superhero movie, popcorn movie, like Mm -hmm. those kind of big blockbuster kind of movies. The kind of movies you say, well, you got to see in the theater, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Twister. Those are usually summer movies. The Christmas movies kind of more usually like the Oscar clouded classics usually more christmas time releases the shit the kids don't want to see yeah exactly the kids are gonna be in school but now the kids are out going to the movies so so this is gonna be our kind of look at the uh list of big summer releases kind of already started i guess i guess batman vs superman kicked it all off technically summer movie season starts in may which is kind of bullshit I mean, it doesn't quite feel like summer. Yeah, anymore. that's one of those where like it's just now June, and it's, uh, it feels like summer now, but there's already been like, a good heap of summer movies so far. Some have just come out, some have been out for a while now, it seems. Yeah, I'd say so far, uh, I did not see you. Uh, you have I've you already seen, given I, a Batman Superman review on this one? I can't remember if I have or not, but I remember Diddy asked for it in the last email from our game <laughs> time where he just demanded an Alf DVD, and then he asked for what are my thoughts on it, and I'll tell it again if I haven't seen it. Uh, to quote um, John Lovitz in The Critic, it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. Yeah, it was terrible. It was just really boring and like it was as bad as all of the previews made it out to look. No, worse, man. Like even least, worse. Jesus yeah, Christ! It was just so much talking. It could have been just called Bruce and Clark. And I guess <laughs> like spoiler alert, if you really want to see this heap of shit. But at the very end, like, when they're finally fighting and you finally see some action, the reason they fucking, like, kind of, like, I know I'm overselling it or underselling it, but the reason they kind of shake hands and quit because they both realize their mom's name is Martha. It's like, oh, no shit. <laughs> That's the common ground yep. that really breaks the ice. Yup. <laughs> Dude. All right. Kind of flimsy for the uh, backbone of the most iconic matchup yeah. of two superheroes yeah. ever. But this one was a shit, dude. No, Captain America of uh, Civil War. That, however, was a smash. We Held all uh, everybody enjoyed it. Looked up as great as it did. Yeah, we finally look- we saw Super. Uh, finally saw Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I think a little young for my taste. Do we need another like pre Like, do we never need another preteen Spider Man? But they've never been. Every time you got in your teenage Spider Man, it's been like a thirty-two-year-old Tobey Maguire, twenty-nine-year-old. <laughs> That's Andrew, true. We actually have like a young kid Andrew, playing a young like Spider Man, but he's like playing a fifteen-year-old. In the that commercial, big of a they stretch, show dude. him stealing the you know the shield. shield. You expect it to be a more of a pivotal role. I was kind of hoping for more, and he played like a decent role in the movie. You no, know he was I mean? great. He was, to me, he was but, like the greatest Spider-Man you've seen. Yet. Really? Like, he just really nailed it. But, See, I wasn't a big fan. Here was I felt my bugaboo he was just, with again, it too, too young. Like a, and that was really needed. my only problem. Was just he wasn't was, needed in the movie at all. The only reason like they fought so hard to get Spider-Man in the movie because he has like a big role in the comic books in the Civil War like story arc. Uh-huh. So I was like, you can't have it without him. And like, it was really just to show it to you. Like, look, we have the rights back to Spider-Man. As I've talked about to my face has turned blue in this podcast. <laughs> and Sony on Spider-Man. Blah, 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 blah. But now Marvel and Sony have made the deal. And it was really just like, 
look. Yeah, Spider-Man. we got him back. We have the ability to use yeah, Spider-Man. Adds nothing to the plot whatsoever. <laughs> like he's getting his own solo movie, and he was great as Spider-Man, but it was just like not. Needed. And I guess from that aspect, yeah, because he was definitely like you would have liked to see more of him. Like I was just excited to finally see Spider-Man out there. He yeah. steals the shield. I think he's going to be kicking ass. But you, and then there's more like interactions with his mom than there is, or with his aunt no, than anything Marissa else. Tomei. Marissa, Marissa Tomei, Tomei Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> And you get to but, see Robert Downey Jr. just flirt with Marissa Tomei. And, you know, <laughs> but, uh, being like, hey, help that me was fight definitely, definitely solid ass. start to the summer movie season, though, because it was like one of these comic mm. book popcorn movies, but definitely fun. Yeah, lots of huge, iconic action figures like we're talking about with Spider Man yeah, and everything in there. Exactly. Tons of fun, well executed. Now, what are uh, the other ones that I think... Two have come out now. One I have not seen. One I have seen. I, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Eh, I hate it about as much as I hate all of them. <laughs> yeah, never... You were, I think, finally hoping to like one of these X-Men yeah, movies. Yeah, I thought this but... might be it, but I knew going into it it wasn't going to be. And it's all right. You know what I mean? It's not. It's terrible. It's like I'm on the cusp. You know what I mean? Like yeah, It's fun yeah. to see him, like young versions of them, but they just, again, play the same guy. It's tough to see lines. Captain America and Spider-Man have such a more fun movie than yeah, the X-Men. Than everybody else. Come on, guys. Just look at them. <laughs> Do what they're doing. No one will blame you for being copycats. Yeah, it was good. It had the same series, kind of like cheesy tone. James McAvoy finally is bald Xavier at the end. <laughs> He's been waiting to do it. He's been waiting to shave his head. And the little girl from Game of Thrones is Jean. And like young Cyclops. And, you know, Michael Fassbender's great as Magneto, but every movie Magneto's been one way or the other the villain. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't fought anybody else but Magneto in this entire fucking Magneto. franchise. Like, yeah, Apocalypse was in it, but then they just replayed the whole Phoenix story again. It's just... It's what it was. Yeah, it was yeah. another, another one bad X Men movies. You know, the only plus is Jennifer Lawrence is just running around naked, covered in blue paint. So, <laughs> you know, you get those. Scenes. You got that going for you. Yeah. But I think that pretty much takes us up to date for the preview section. Now we got the whole rest of the summer's worth of movies mm-hmm. to be yet released. But then the movies that are coming out too, man. There's a ton. There's um. I think for me in terms of especially in terms of a summer movie because like we talked about before there's like a well-defined movie genre summer movies big bang summer blockbusters mm. for me one of the all-time leaders in the clubhouse for classic summer movies you got to go ID4 yeah. Independence Day takes place on July 4th and it's about America saving the world goddamn it this time not versus Germans or Russians but literally versus aliens with President John Paxton, with President Bill Paxton, not Bill Paxton, uh, Bill President Pullman. Bill Pullman, yeah, Pullman. <laughs> President Bill Pullman, commandeering an airplane and saving the day. <laughs> no, Randy Quaid saves the day. Big geeked up That's hero true. here. Randy Quaid is one that suicide sacrifices. Like you don't have to do that, man. Plenty of us have missiles left. Tell <laughs> my son I love him. I'm Randy fucking Quaid. <laughs> so yeah, but total the- classic. And we're seeing, like, 25 years later, and for apparently no reason, the sequel, ID4-2, ID5, hitting the theaters. Everyone's back but Will Smith. (laughs) After you go to your local town shitty parade with all the firemen (laughs) driving down the block, quickly run to the theaters for ID5. Yeah. You get to see a younger batch of kids doing the same thing. But Goldblum's back again. <laughs> yeah. Delivering the same, like, just jagged, edged lines. Yeah, I, I think we are. Bitter to, uh, scientist. Run away! Like, okay, man. <laughs> now, yeah, what exactly do we have lined up for uh, for ID4-2? Is it, like, an actual... Is it a reboot or is it a sequel? No, it's a sequel. Okay, so it's it is. Like so it actually... Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, Bill Pullman's going to be in it again. Okay. And, uh, His turn must be over by now, right? Is this in a world of... Uh, Multi multi term presidencies or <laughs> no? He's King Pullman now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Since I have defeated the aliens, you shall all worship me as King <laughs> Pullman. I guess the other thing that's uh, kind of interesting about this one is I think, like, the reason why ID4 was anything and so popular and, like, an actual movie to be talked about 20 years later is because at the time it was, like, a revolutionary special effects oh blow God, em up movie. Awesome. Where I think that this year, like, now with the whole technological advancements, I don't think ID5 is set to be, like, the yeah, next breaking, like, visual experience like ID4. No, so that's yeah. going to hurt some box office credentials, but. We'll see, though. Everyone for nostalgia alone, I'll be there. I'll see it. And again, like I said about summer movies, that's a movie you gotta see in the theaters. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between making it enjoyable and not making it enjoyable. Yeah. I, like, ah, I think maybe a movie like that that's coming out this year and from another kind of like king of summer movie classics, but I think more of like the visual experience would mm-hmm. maybe be BFG. BFG, the animated big fucking uh, giant, <laughs> big fucking giant, big BFG GD, big fucking giant. Goddamn it, that's what this movie is—the geeked up version. <laughs> but yeah, that's LOL. a Spielberg like animated feature yeah. from the old class. Apparently, of a big yeah. giant. Roll doll books. You know, the same guy that wrote like Matilda and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes, there's a book I never read as a kid, but I guess it's me like neither. A huge deal. Like everyone loves BFG. Okay, everybody loves the big friendly giant. Big fucking giant. So now this is going to be a uh, Spielberg take. So probably yeah. will be a smash hit. Probably won't see it myself, but yeah, see everybody it. else just Comes like HBO, just like you know. Angry Birds and all the other animated ones that are coming out probably won't. Yeah, another, I don't know if it's animated, but it's kind of like a uh, one of the biggest video game ever. Probably. I don't think it's a console game. That's probably why it's like, I'm not familiar with it, but World of Mario Warcraft. Brothers. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, they're finally making Mario Kart the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the but, Red Shell, run! But uh, Warcraft is coming out. That's got to be an animated movie. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's not. not. Yeah, it's okay. like real people with like so it's a live CGI action. asshole trolls. Okay, I see. And it's a uh, movie from the video game Based off the World franchise, of Warcraft, World of Warcraft. The Warcrafts. And it's also a movie. Which is one of those, like, that's the game that all of those people that claim that their lives have been taken over by the obsessions yeah. of video games, that's the one game that they all play, so. Yeah, exactly. And that's why. They're going to be taking, there's going to be a lot of fanboys, like, cr- judging this one harshly, I exactly. think. Exactly. And that's why that's the one movie you never make. Of course they're going to hate it. Um, excuse me, I believe in chapter two of the story of Aegon that the Golden Horn did not go to the natural. Like, <laughs> yeah. The best actor we got in this thing was Ben Foster, all right? Fucking, <laughs> know, and the guy that plays Preacher, <laughs> plays the king, all right? Fucking, yeah. this is joint for what the budget we had. I watched so the just H- be happy you're getting a movie. Yeah, I watched it, the right. HBO make the one. The assholes from the geeked up show are still waiting for the Mario Kart. We gave you, we threw you a bone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks uh, pretty terrible. And then there's also the... Uh, you know, there's the big uh, all lady Ghostbuster movie coming out. Yeah, that's what that the geeked up show. We've been had our we've had our eyes on that one for a mm-hmm. while. We've been talking about that. Was uh, who's it? It's directed by uh, like, not Link, I think it's Paul Fang. Paul Fage. Paul okay. Fang. He did like Bridesmaids. So he's working with his usual crew of uh, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Of course, there's get more SNL alums on there. Leslie Jones and and the blonde one, Kate <laughs> McKinnon. <laughs> From SNL. Yeah. So those are going to be the uh, female Ghostbusters. Yeah. Kind of just like a weird, you know, recreation it's of a, a reboot. movie. Yeah, this one isn't a sequel. It's a reboot. Yeah, yeah. They're rebooting the whole franchise. So it's just like a new group of Ghostbusters that all happen to be chicks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, definitely, like, again, for nostalgia and kind of just for, like, the weird factor, probably worth the shot. Like you said, the track record of, like... You know, this dude and his all-female-based cast movie, probably going to be pretty funny. We'll see. 
And of course, since you keep talking about animation, you can't forget about the good old Sausage Party movie coming out. Yeah, now that's another uh, animated feature. This, I guess, though, is an animated feature that I might check out because it's not like the it's not a kids movie, yeah. and I guess the sale isn't like for the visual experience like BFG. Yeah, potentially will be. But Sausage Party, and again, a Seth Rogen kind of production here. Yeah, again, another Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg production. <laughs> but looks pretty hilarious. This is about, of course, like an animated feature. I guess kind of from the uh, world of food as they're about to be like yeah. eaten and yeah, it looks like your basic like Pixar movie where they're like, oh, we're hot dogs and hamburgers, but then it turns out like they're terrified of being eaten. Yeah, it's R-rated, so like they current, you know, there's a lot of like, oh fuck, and it's the usual group of Seth Rogen ruffians doing the voices, you know what I mean? Yeah, this like, one seems like it will be more of like a Seth Rogen pothead movie. Exactly. <laughs> it just happened to be food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One. Happens to be animated, which goes great with the pothead audience. This is going to be definitely like the stoner pick of the week. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the most crowded, like, mat, like 2 p.m. shows of just <laughs> asshole, like, stoners in the, eating a large popcorns in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, all five of them have a large popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get your own. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it definitely looks layers. That's yeah, gonna be does. maybe the uh, summer pick. Yeah, and then of course, just talking about Batman vs Superman, DC's also taking another stab at it this summer with Suicide Squad. It comes out. You know, yeah, this that's summer. the DC kind of contribution mm-hmm. comes out this year, and that's kind of like the They're look at all two out there this the summer. They had Batman vs Superman, and now they have in Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, which is the place. look at all of the villains, yeah. kind of their prequel of the uh, story of all the bad guys that we'll be seeing in the future DC franchise. We finally get to see our Jared Leto's Joker on screen. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can finally Liam, confirm uh, that that's a shitty character. Yeah, right. <laughs> the but again, Joker. right back to Joker, too. Like, out of all the Batman villains that they could have chose, yeah, like, no, didn't right take... after Ledger smashes it out the park, they the next one they go is Bane. That blows up in everybody's face, so boom, right back to the Joker. They can't get the Riddler or anybody out here. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Mr. Freeze is fucking not doing Mr. Freeze is totally cool. He's peaceful right now. Yeah, I'm good. Only the Joker's the only asshole out there trying to dominate the world. Yeah, but. really. Where is everyone else? <laughs> Where's the penguin, goddammit? I want to like, see. So I guess that would be our uh, summer movie preview review. Which is preview, the one review. single uh, single movie. If you could only pick one summer classic this this year, what would it be? Ghostbusters? You going ID5? I'm going Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah, that's I'm the one you got to see. You've already seen it. Batman versus Superman. I guess you got to close up. I might go, after looking at this list, I might honestly go Sausage Party as the... <laughs> 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 Nice, nice. Well, I'll see you. Uh, we'll see you at the flicks, <laughs> as we say here at the Geek. I'll be podcast. there at two p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Check me out at Sausage Party. <laughs> Hashtag boycott roots. <laughs> but that's enough for our news portion. But you know, talking about these summer movies got me and Liam thinking about a very interesting closer look. Closer, closer look, closer look, closer look. Break out the telescope. Then the microscope, all of your other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close. Take a closer look. Closer look. Closer look. Oh yeah, baby. You know what that song means. It's time for a closer look. So, like I said, talking about these summer movies and, uh, you know, the big summer blockbusters. Me and Liam, we're going to take a closer look at, uh, not what you think. You think we would take a closer look at summer blockbusters. But we're uh, going to do a little twist. We're going to take a closer look at 
movies about summer. Yes, of summer movies. Not summer movies, but, but summer, summer movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, not like blockbuster, popcorn, action, you know. Uh, we're not talking about Men in Blacks here. Yes, but we're talking about movies that take place in the summertime, kind of mm-hmm. like where summer reigns like a theme in the movie. It's kind of the movie where summer you think is almost about a character itself. Yeah, exactly. Summer plays a factor in the movie. Set in summer. Set in the summer. I don't know how more we could explain it to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much more clear we could be. And not even to be more clear about it, it's going to be. I can even throw you some movies that have summer in the title. This is where we're going with people. I'm talking about I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's a movie literally about some guys just reminiscing about what they did last summer. Oh, we went to the beach. We killed a guy. It was 4th of July. That timeshare at mm-hmm. Seaside Heights. There's a lot of those, though. I'm going uh, Endless Summer, the surfing documentary about just the endless summer of them going <laughs> surfing all during the summer. How about Summer of Sam? Where Sam was just killing people. Uh, yeah. Some dude summer. named Sam was killing people all summer. But of course, the hilarious classic Wet Hot American Summer. And then Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, those are all. So if you don't know what we're talking about yeah. yet, you're a total idiot. Summer movies. Devin just gave you a great bunch with summer actually in the title. Yeah. Wet Hot American Summer. I guess we'll start backwards. That was like a cult classic yeah, kind cult of classic. Uh, um, guy with from the guys from the state did that one. Yes, yeah, so you see a re- lot of the comedians from the state. In that um, in that movie, and like one of the guys directed it, like you yeah. said, and it's uh, and I remember when it came out for us, it was kind of like a modern age, like Porky's or like Meatballs. I'm sure both of Porky's and Meatballs were summer movies. I'm and not it's sure, a very bizarre one movie of those. too. Like it's not like your classic. It's like your take, like a campy take, like on your campy like camp summer movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like there's literally a scene like, oh, we're going to town, like oh, going to town, so fun, and they just go to town and like, start doing heroin and like blowing coke, <laughs> and then they get back to the camp, like oh, it's always fun to go in town <laughs> it's just like a very weird like kind of but it's hilarious man like, yeah there's a very young like amy polar in it fucking bradley cooper is in this thing i think paul rudd perhaps. paul rudd of course is in it and then like all the guys from the state ken marino and yeah then there was like you mentioned uh summer of sam which was like a huge spike league. i remember that was at the time was like a Really huge movie when yeah. it came out for whatever reason, obviously, with the whole Summer of Sam murder spree that took place and the New yeah, York City was a, blackout. It was a good movie, too. A big Yankee series or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I always think Yankees when I think Summer of Sam. Maybe because Leguizamo was wearing the jersey in the thing, but. Yeah, no. And there, there was, was some a, big. That was a good flick, too, because it took place about, like, everything but the actual killer. Like, he, like, they'd show him from time to time. It was really, like, how the people were dealing with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ended up, like, beating up there was Adrian the Brody because he was the, all punk. Yeah, there was the punk. Like, freak. Yeah, oh, that was Adrian Brody. You're yeah. right. I was thinking yeah. it was, like, Truturro, but I knew it wasn't. Like, I just remember <laughs> might him. might as well be, I remember though, him with, the, like, honest. the dog collar and the punky hair. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, all the freaks. That was, like, one of the last great Spike Lee joints, even though it came out in, like, 94. <laughs> it was still... I don't know. Inside Man was pretty good. But it didn't play, take place during the summer. But, like, <laughs> I also said, I know you did last summer. I know you did last summer, which is definitely a uh, summertime. With comes with the 4th of July parade and all, mm-hmm. where Sarah Michelle Geller is, like, wearing a Statue of Liberty outfit and, like, Just riding gets, on the... Yeah. <laughs> gets, I know what you did it. Yeah, the guy would, like... Kills her with a fish hook. How very summer. What says the summer more like like getting killed by a fish hook at the beach? 
<laughs> yeah, right? It's really like a fish outfit guy. That's also like a double because then there was I Know What You... Like the summer after that, there was I Still Know What You Did Last oh, yeah, Summer. And Jack Black where, was like, in that one. Every summer it would come up. <laughs> there was like a serial killing every summer in memoriam of last summer's serial killing. Yeah, you do not. You are the one nerdy kid in the last day of school. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> it's almost summer. <laughs> And then, of course, I started off with Endless Summer, I think I said. Yeah, that was... Which a, was the surfing documentary. It was just like really a movie. i with that. It sounds too athletic. It sounds exhausting it's to watch It's old, though. It's from, like... Fuck, I don't know. I've never seen it. I'm just trying to sound cool. <laughs> I just knew it was a movie about surfing called Endless Summer. So I'm imagining... Okay, that's like one of those movies I guess it's for a coin flip because it could take them. place during the summer. Or it could just be like an Endless Summer. Yeah, how does you know this... I mean? It sounds like it could be in the winter. Kids acting like they're on summer vacation yeah. in the middle of the winter. These servers might have tricked me. These damn servers got one by over <laughs> Old Man Barnes again. Because, all right, so that's kind of where you go when you think summer movies, the ones that pop in your head are all the ones, very creatively, all the ones with summer in the title. <laughs> but for me, there are two kind of like genres of movies that scream summer movie to me. Oh. All right, and one of them, I guess the first one is like a last day of school movie where there's a whole bunch of movies. So I guess kind of like the big summer one, also because it was just such a huge hit, but would have been American Pie and the American Pie series. I know they're not necessarily like... Those aren't summer movies. Well, they're the in like the last the week. But even the first one, it takes place. It's all about what they're going to do over the summer. You know what I yeah, mean? It's like it's, they're, they're getting done prom. with school. Yeah, they're going to fuck at prom. But that's like... Hey, just like you said, the summer series, movie series starts in May. Hey, look, that had to be in the school year. You're right, you're right, but it's right. definitely like a fun in the sun kind of, you know, movie. Yeah, Same thing right. with like uh, Days and Confused, well, Days which and is, Confused, the yeah, day is the school, last day of school. And then, you know... There's kids getting paddled and joints yeah, being new smoked. new coming in. And... <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll throw at you then. Kind of a tricky one because it's like kind of not what we're doing, but it's what we're doing. I'm going to throw Independence Day out there, which was a huge summer blockbuster, but it also took place during the 4th of July weekend. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it's a that summer one, right? movie about the summer. That was the whole thing. All the uh, naval officers, everyone was off for the weekend because it's Fourth of July. Will Smith is like, man, why would they be calling us? Oh, there's a big spaceship in the air. <laughs> that was a huge one too. Yeah, man. and the rest is history. And that was definitely a huge summery movie too, where it was like, like we said before, oh, yeah. at that point, revolutionary in the special effects, just amazing. For Will Smith fighting aliens on the Fourth of July. All sorts of corny, cheesy, patriotic one-liners. I'd say the other huge summer blockbuster about the summer would have to be Jaws. Yeah, okay. It's like well, biggest, one of the biggest movies of all time, and it takes place again at the beach. The, the yeah. mayor wants to stay open on it's Fourth of July weekend. I don't care if all the chamas boys get eaten by the shark. Like the sleazy mayor that doesn't want to ruin the parade. That guy kicks ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love that dude. And then there's the general. That fucking guy. It's summer year reds and endless summer for that fucking guy. Not yeah. the general. Like this the shark boat captain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And that was definitely like an all-time, granted, 10 years before I was born, but it had to be one of like the all-time epic no. summer movie releases and whatnot. And like... You know, and uh, one of the scariest, man. the There's iconic a lot of scary ride and all that kind of stuff. Because I feel that goes along big with mm -hmm. like the summer movie smashes. For your movie to be like a real summer movie, you need like a Happy Meal and like a roller coaster named after you. So Jaws had all that stuff going for it. 
Yeah, but you're kind of still going like horror movie summer. What about uh, Friday the 13th? They all go to uh, Camp Crystal Lake. Okay, there's a creepy camp movie. Creepy camp. Sure enough, there's Jason going around (laughs) and his mom killing motherfuckers at camp. Yeah, yeah. That's true, too. It's weird because you think of that as more of like a Halloween-y horror movie, so you don't think summer. That's not how I watch it. I'm like, oh, is it June 1st? Throw Friday the 13th on. (laughs) Put some fucking flip-flops on. Get your Crocs on. Every time I I smell s'mores burning, I start thinking of Friday the 13th. Where's my babe? Where's my <laughs> hockey mask? <laughs> but yeah, it's so next to your Crocs. I guess like in the camp fashion, other kind of like uh, vacation movies. There's the Great Outdoors, which is kind of oh, camping, but yeah, one it's of camping, the it's summer. <laughs> it's definitely summer. That's one of the greatest, man. Where like two fatos could be the leading men. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's not the point of the movie. Yeah, which is hilarious enough in its own. Yeah, it would never happen now without like, oh, it's two fat guys. Like, no, it's not. But that movie alone is just so fucking funny, man. Like, yeah, it's like definitely. Dan Aykroyd just being like his fucking like cocky like self. Yeah, just yeah. Fun and but I made hot dogs. Yeah. I'm making steaks. No, it's interesting what you say because if they remade that, it would probably be like Kevin James and Vince Vaughn or Adam in Go- you, know. you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, definitely an all-time classic. Just full of summer hijinks, like I a do, bear. Like, You're out in the woods, the bear a bear attack. Bear breasted like, bear, yeah. You know, <laughs> little shit-talking raccoons. Well, they recite they, they yeah, do yeah, the Dan yeah. Aykroyd lines. One of the best. There's a couple great scenes in that movie where John Candy's eating the old '96er. <laughs> the '96er, yeah. yeah. And he has to finish the, the fat. last bit of gristle. He's not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's not done yet. <laughs> and then just the whole when he's making the hot dogs and Dan Aykroyd, like, no, it's in those things, right? Lips and assholes. <laughs> and then she goes to bed the raccoons that night. Like, oh, hot dogs. And the raccoons like, you know what's in those raccoons, right? <laughs> like, lips and assholes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great summer movie. Great summer movie. I think there was another John Candy movie. And I just can't think of it. It didn't make the list. But there's another John Candy movie where they literally like, run a beach house. And I forget what it's called. But... Mm. If you know what it is, email in. Because yeah, email that. Well, yeah, we'll definitely email your summer, your summer picks but not to the, the Geek Up podcast. I'd say the kind of one like that would be the uh, kind of granddaddy of all of those like vacation with your family movies. But the original Lampoon's Vacation, oh, vacation. was the summer, the summer road trip with the family throughout the shitty America yeah. to go to the roller to go to the Jaws roller coaster, like we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and that was classic, Waterloo. just like all of like the. Torments of a family vacation, mm-hmm. you know, like a summer trip. It was like a hot car, like on the back seat of a hot Volkswagen, and like all of those perfect. And plus, Chevy Chase just does like the best meltdown, fucking like towards the end. Like he does, like, just does a crazy person so well. Now we're going in, kids. <laughs> Guess the B comes back with the BB gun. Oh, look, we're the first ones here. Let's run to the entrance. The place is closed, and again, John Candy shows up as a security guard. That's true. That's vacation. true. Oh, that is a classic one, man. And then not to go back to camp movies, but if we're talking about these old SNL classic guys, you got to think Meatballs with uh, Bill Murray. Where yeah, like, definitely. I kind of said that, too, with, like, Wet Hot American Summer, but that yeah. was, like, one of the classic, like, you know, adolescent hijinks movies. Lots of titties in it, which is good for... Woo, uh, <laughs> <lot of> titties. <laughs> definitely good for some summertime watching when you're a kid as well. Mm. So, but, yeah, definitely one of those original... Like, they're, you know, got to do something to save the camp and all that kind of shit. One of those movies. And I'm going to throw another one out there, kind of camp-esque. I'm going to go in Sandlot, baby. 
Can't talk summer without Sandlot. That's the reason. Yeah, that's what I was school. actually gonna go with this next. Was for me, I guess the other kind of like I said before. There's two kind of like main th- like genres of movies that to me say summer. And the first was like Last Day of School. The next is definitely baseball movies, which yeah. like are all very summery theme movies. And for definitely sure. you got to start off with the Sandlot. Not only are they yeah. playing, not only are they like kids on summer break. First of all, there's a Fourth of July. Them all taking chew and throwing up. <laughs> yeah, and like, which right. of us didn't have like our first experience getting all fucked up around? Fourth of July. There was always 100%. like the every kid is thrown up on Fourth of July. There's that interesting There's no time too, like it. when it turns into that from like ooh parades and fireworks to like these fireworks would be a lot crazier on some weed. Yeah, you know definitely, I mean? definitely. Like, like around the first school year, where yeah. throughout that year you like drank at a party, the first thought crossed your mind is like this will be fun on Fourth of July. You <laughs> yeah, <know>? exactly. <laughs> you know? But then there was also the. Uh, you know, pool scene where you're getting a little bit of like a kids at the pool in the summer action. Yeah, you, you get the little drunk. pedophile. You get the little cr- sexual pervert Smalls convincing a playing dead to get his first makeout <laughs> sesh. That was a great lesson to learn, yeah, but it really was. And then, of course, you get to the baseball. Yeah, you get the shit talking with the actual little league kids. <laughs> I always identified with the fatso. <laughs> <laughs> you, the great that. Hambino. You play baseball like a girl. <laughs> But again, also a great summertime movie. Not only because with the baseball, like uh, I'm gonna t- another but great baseball in movie in the summer classic. But you also have be one of these great summertime movies. You kind of like need to be overcoming a task. Like you gotta be saving the camp. So in this, they're trying to go for the ball the whole time. Like the ball's on yeah, the right. side of the wall. They're figuring out how to do it. Are they Baby gonna get this Ruth. ball? <laughs> yeah, my some lady gave my dad this ball. I don't know. <laughs> but. Uh, I guess that would be our I guess summer movie closer look list movies about summer. Yeah, if you guys have any ones that we missed, definitely uh, email us in. That's at the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's course. the Geeked Up Podcast. Gotta throw that the in there. Remember to check out episode fifteen, Game Time. Remember to keep your eyes peeled for episode sixteen, Game Time. I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. And remember, if you're not working tomorrow, why don't you go ahead? And get geeked up. Hey! Ooh, baby! It's time to get geeked up! Yeah, it's time to get geeked up to stand up. Comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show's the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Hey, hey. Ooh, baby. It's time to get geeked up. Hashtag boycott roots.